the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. It's Monday afternoon, and uh, fall arrived this morning at about 3.50 in the morning. So as you are enjoying some reduction in the humidity and a little bit of breeze outside, well, and maybe the worst of the summer doldrums in terms of hot, hot, hot are over. But we're glad you're with us this afternoon as the transitions are taking place. Got a lot to talk about today, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But as a reminder, you can join the conversation at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And uh, we're also broadcasting live, not only on 1380 AM, but on uh, AM 930, Sarasota, Bradenton. AM 860 here in Central Florida, and uh, 100.3 in Hudson, Bayonet Point, and uh, AM 910 in Plant City, and uh, 102.1 FM in Lakeland. Also streaming right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and you can uh, dial in anywhere around the country to uh, take part in it. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, well, yes, we will talk about the stumble by the Rays, and the Bucks are back to their old ways. We'll get that out of the way. Top of the hour here in just a moment, because I know there's uh, a lot of people struggling throughout uh, our listening area today because of uh, two of their favorite sports teams um, in our region. We'll also talk about uh, President Trump. Uh, talking about uh, religious freedom and global persecution at the United Nations. Hopefully we'll get a chance to hear from him. And then uh, we've got Walmart and e-cigarettes are, well, they are going to be splitting. We'll tell you about that as well. And the infamous jewel thief, remember the name Jack Murph the Smurf Murphy? Well, He stole some very, very serious, and I mean serious, gems and jewelry in his career. He'll be with us in the second hour talking about Christ's redemption. It's quite a story, and I think you'll enjoy wanting to uh, hear about that journey. Well, for those of you listening on The Biz this afternoon, stocks have closed at little change, and there are concerns about the global economy. Reports were out that uh, most Americans are house rich, but they're leaving the cash in the house. We also have uh, some analysts saying that stocks may be poised for a dramatic surge. Uh, GM uh, furloughed an additional 1,200 U.S. and Canadian workers as United Auto Workers strike enters its second week. 
and uh, some folks are watching for something interesting to happen tomorrow with the trade deals and Nike and uh, Apple. Are you ready for this? Apple will make the new Mac Pro not in China. Guess where? Austin, Texas. Apple is coming to Austin. How about that? So with that, let me give you our closing numbers today. They are mixed numbers. The Dow Jones Industrials had a modest gain of 0.06% to close at 26,949.99. That was a rise of 14.92 points. The NASDAQ was off 5.21 points uh, or off 0.06% to close at 8,112.46. The S&P 500 was off 0.29 points. Uh, percentage loss is 0.01 to close at 2991.78. And that are, that is your closing numbers today on the um, market report. Well, as President Trump is uh, meeting with various leaders uh, at the United Nations, let's go ahead and talk about uh, yesterday. The Tampa Bay Rays are two games out of tying for the wild card spot with Oakland they're facing down the Yankees this week they're looking like they may have uh, an uphill battle the fact that they couldn't take care of the Red Sox uh, on Sunday they needed that win for sure it's going to be a tough sale up against uh, New York in the next few days to make some headwinds against the Oakland A's so we're uh, certainly hoping for the best there as we'd like to see our young Rays uh, as a wild card in the playoffs uh, here in a few days. But what can I say about the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It was an exciting first half. Looked like everything was uh, clicking on all cylinders for the offense. The defense was reminding us of the mighty defense of old. And so... It was halftime, and they went into the locker room. It looked like two different teams emerged for the second half. The New York Giants came out and just just put the ball all the way down the field in the end zone, came back and did it again. They were out with their new rookie quarterback, and uh, you wouldn't even have known it was the same team that played the first half. Unfortunately for us, it's the same story for the men in red. And that is they uh, had a great first half. I don't know whether they were lounging around sipping milk or whatever it was, but when they came out in the second half, they were flatter than four flat tires. And it seems as though they went in with that two-touchdown lead, thinking they were up against this rookie quarterback, and uh, they had things in hand. Well, you and I know that uh, the great Yogi Berra always reminds us that it ain't over until it's over. And it wasn't over. And so to the pain, to the disappointment, to the chagrin of Buccaneer fans, and I'm especially thinking about those who were sitting in the seats at Raymond James Stadium yesterday, you could not have scripted probably a worst second half even though when it really counted Winston came out and uh, when the um, the Giants had come back and 
a little over two minutes in the game and had scored and got the extra point, and it was 32-31. Well, the Bucks had a chance to get the ball back with just a little over a minute and to move it down the field, and guess what? That's exactly what they did and came up just short of getting a touchdown. So it got down to about 16 seconds. Uh, it was time to kick the ball. And uh, apparently Bruce Arians, we didn't know this at the time, but Bruce Arians decided to let the clock, the uh, uh, play clock run out. And so that meant a five-yard penalty. So it moved the ball from the nine-yard line back to the 14-yard line. And that's when um, our kicker came in to do the chip shot that would have put the Bucks on top 34-32. But it wasn't to happen. It wasn't to happen. The, ba- the ball, by about the length of a football, sailed wide right of the upright. And the discussion being had today, one day after that, was the revelation that uh, Bruce Arians took the penalty so the ball would be moved back five yards. He is uh, convinced that uh, moving the ball five yards back, two things happen. Uh, When you take a penalty for a delay, you get a five-yard penalty, and the ball is automatically spotted between the hash marks. So that wasn't the case on where the ball was resting uh, before the five um, before the penalty, and so Bruce Arians felt that it would be easier for the kicker to have a little more room and to place the ball right in the center of the field. Well, the logic seems to make sense, except it didn't work yesterday, did it? And because with the ball missing the right upright by about the length of a football. Guess what? If the ball had been snapped at the nine-yard line uh, and even the same identical kick, probably it would have come right inside the right upright and the Bucks would have won. But certainly a very, very painful defeat and something that I just wanted to remind you of. You know, we all make mistakes. We all have been in a situation, whether it's our jobs or whatever it is, that we come down to a, uh, a crucial execution of something and uh, something just fluke goes wrong and it has, uh, has costly ramifications. Well, that's what happened yesterday because here's a kicker who... Uh, just like all the kickers, they just concentrate and concentrate on concentrate. They do one thing every day when they train, and that is to kick that ball through the upright. So one can hardly imagine uh, how he felt today. The only worst feeling he could have if this was a uh, divisional playoff game or how about if this was a Super Bowl, that would have been uh, some some serious um, a serious life-altering effect indeed. But nonetheless, it's just sports. And though uh, we are wishing both of our teams very well, I thought I would just mention it just a little bit because uh, we're now in a playoff run and we're now in a, in a key portion of the football season wanting to see uh, just exactly how these Bucks are going to be performing once they settle in. 
And, of course, yesterday, congratulations to Rodney Barber. He got his red jacket yesterday, and he's now part of the uh, Ring of Honor uh, there at Raymond James Stadium. And uh, just to the left of John Gruden's name uh, in the um, in the Oval. And so we congratulate Rodney not only on that, but uh, what an excellent play caller he has uh, developed into. Uh, a gentleman and um, someone who just absolutely is uh, a great credit to our team and to our area. Well, I want to remind you that uh, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. When I come back, I want to talk about uh, the president at uh, the United Nations and some of his thoughts and comments, because he's the first president, I believe, to have spoke at the United Nations about religious liberty. And that is, uh, that's a pretty big deal. And uh, while the rest of the United Nations is going to be focusing on climate change, more specifically, they're going to be focusing on uh, what is our um our meaning manned uh, what are we doing to contribute to uh, the climate change we'll have that coming up in just a moment for sure also if you have a question or comment for the bill bunkley show you can always um, email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com that's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com you can express your interest in a topic there or you could always just uh, call Jose. You don't necessarily have to be calling to go on the air. And uh, with that, you can uh, give us a little bit of an idea of what your thinking is in terms of something we could tackle on the show. And uh, coming up, we'll talk about President Trump. And uh, we'll talk about uh, e-cigarettes and Walmart. First it was guns. Then it was ammo. Now Walmart is on the trail for e-cigarettes. That and more in the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. A preacher gave his congregation the assignment of reading Joshua chapter 25 prior to the next week's sermon. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. So that week passed, and that following Sunday, he stood in front of them, and and he said, all right, how many of you read Joshua 25 this past week? And about half the church raised their hand. He said, today I want to speak on honesty. Joshua only has 24 chapters. (laughs) I'm thinking that pastor had their attention. Don't you agree? Sometimes the best way for God to get our attention is just to hold up a mirror in front of us. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm, phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 
Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Have you ever thought about how extensive religious persecution is around the globe? How evil it is and how many people are affected? Well, according to the Pew Research Center, 80% of the world's population live under religious restrictions. Think about that. 80% of the world's population lives under religious persecution. And so what happens is it's a, it's a scourge that all of us have that is a, a problem to the entire world. And so as that unfolds, the president made what I think is a very bold proclamation today at the United Nations. While everyone was um, involved with talking about climate change, and that was the big agenda for the, the whole morning program, President stopped in, but he went to make a specific um, uh, speech on religious freedom and, and try, trying to communicate how, how much of a plague this is to the country. So here we have the opportunity for the president to speak and um, to call out the individual nations that have spoken this, this silence, the silence that happens when nobody protects those who are religiously persecuted. So... He did not call out specific individual nations. And before, by the way, Vice President Pence spoke before the president, and he criticized several countries for attacks on religious freedom. He spoke about China's persecution of ethnic Muslims. Venezuela's contested leader, Nicolas Maduro's anti-Semitic rhetoric. In Iran's oppressors, uh, the oppressors of Christians, Jews, and Sunni Muslims. Now, this is important because never has a leader of a member nation come to New York to talk about this plague. And the reason why I wanted to call attention to it is this is the worst of the worst 
of what humans do to one another. In many places, there just isn't any religious liberty. There isn't any religious freedom. And in fact, the United Nations has often turned its head away from such a persecution and such atrocities. And when you understand that countries who have allowed religious expression, who have allowed religious freedom, and you take a, a mark, you take a gauge at how well those countries uh, are in terms of their internal relations, how they compete with other countries. I just want to tell you, it it, it is a stark, stark reality to see how much better they do. And uh, with that, the administration uh, is uh, going to allocate an additional $25 million dollars to protect religious freedom, as well as to protect religious sites, um, religious relics. And um, they're going to be also working with businesses around the globe to protect religious freedom in the workplace. And so some of the quotes from the president, uh, he talked about the fact that uh, too often people in power preach diversity while shunning or silencing the faithful. True tolerance means respecting the rights of all people to express their deeply held religious beliefs. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Have you noticed what's happening in this country as it pertains to religious liberty, as it pertains to religious freedom? Have you noticed how disrespectful many on the left are to those of us who hold those faith-held values that are very meaningful in our life, that they are the core to our worldview. They are the basis of the foundation of how we live and make decisions day by day. For you see, when a country wants to become totalitarian, when a country wants to have its elitist leaders take over the land, the last thing they want is for their, their I'll use this lightly, their citizens to be able to have the type of freedoms that we have in America. It seems like we are on a collision course. The Founding Fathers warned us. They warned us that our form of government would not work at all if we were not a moral nation. If we didn't have moral principles at the top of uh, of our list of guiding principles... This this form of government won't work. And then you get back to, well, what does work? Well, then you get back to your totalitarian, your socialism, 
And that's where what's dangerous is there's always a group of people who will get together and they think that they are better than you or I, that they know better than you or I. And they're going to give you this. They're going to give you that. What they're doing is understand that especially what this presidential campaign is going to be about, it's going to be a whole lot about what God would normally be giving us. Wisdom, direction, prosperity, favor. Do you get the themes from the federal government? Or you get, excuse me, you get the themes from some of these candidates on the left? And what's happening is, is that you don't have freedom in that. This is, a, this is getting close to be an election on who is going to control you. Are you going to control yourself, which means you can then yield to our Lord and Savior, for those of us that are Christ followers, those that uh, are, are Jewish followers, and I'd even say for those that are listening that may be Muslims. Are you going to have that freedom to make your own decisions in all areas, or... Is the government going to impose your health care, your environment, your everything? We'll have some statements from the president in a moment. 877-943-9673. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump today called on global leaders to end religious persecution. In a speech to the U.N. General Assembly, the president called on leaders around the world to join him in what he called this urgent moral duty. President Trump says the whistleblower complaint involving Ukraine is just a continuation of the political witch hunt against him. The president complaining that questions about his July phone call with Ukraine's new leader amount to just more partisan noise from his political opponents. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says a huge effort is underway to bring home British tourists and passengers that were stranded abroad by the sudden collapse of travel company Thomas Cook. And Britain's Supreme Court is to give its verdict on Tuesday on the legality of Prime Minister Boris Johnson's five-week suspension of Parliament. Stocks finishing mixed, the Dow gained 15 points. The Nasdaq was off five, and the S&P slipped fractionally. This is SRN News. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. What if all the kids in Florida's foster care system had to wait no more? 
pastors, church, and community leaders. Don't miss the free Wait No More Luncheon Wednesday, September 25th at Armature Works with Focus and the Family President, Jim Daly. Jim will unveil plans for a special statewide event next March to move the church to take the lead in foster care, adopting from foster care, and supporting those that do. Pastors, church, and community leaders, you're invited to Focus and the Family's free Wait No More Luncheon with Jim Daly. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Victims can be any gender, age, or race. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime. Visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. That's www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Your second look could be their second chance. Here back, Bill Bunkley here. We'll get to the whistleblower fiasco in just a moment. But uh, it's something I think is very important to hear this president's commitment in the area of religious liberty. So we have three or four cuts now ready that I want to share with you about uh, his uh, speech at the United Nations talking about this very subject. Trump was, in addition to all, Trump was talking about Christians and Christian persecution, and uh, in addition to all other persecution, let's listen in to the president. We're standing up for almost 250 million Christians around the world who are persecuted for their faith. It is estimated that 11 Christians are killed every day for the following. I mean, just think of this, 11 Christians a day for following the teachings of Christ. Who would even think that's possible in this day and age? Who would think it's possible? Think about what humans do to humans. It's awful. If one doesn't recognize, if one didn't recognize the evil in the world on 9-11, in the cold-hearted, brutal terrorist attack, not on a military target, on civilian targets, except for the Pentagon. We live in a very, very, very dark world. President also weighed in on the nations of the world as it relates to religious uh, freedom, religious liberty. Let's listen in. 
As we speak, Jews, Christians, Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, Sikhs, Yazidis, and many other people of faith are being jailed, sanctioned, tortured, and even murdered, often at the hands of their own government, simply for expressing their deeply held religious beliefs. So hard to believe. Today, with one clear voice, the United States of America calls upon the nations of the world to end religious persecution. As we're going to end religious persecution, that is a very, very tall order. Because we have been seeing the persecution of people for their faith for thousands of years. But I applaud the president for the steps that he's taken. He weighed in on a general topic in a couple of quotes on religious freedom itself. Let's listen in. Regrettably, the religious freedom enjoyed by American citizens is rare in the world. Approximately 80% of the world's population live in countries where religious liberty is threatened, restricted, or even banned. And when I heard that number, I said, please go back and check it because it can't possibly be correct. And sadly, it was. 80%. More on religious freedom uh, as the president uh, today boldly was speaking out at the United Nations. The United States is founded on the principle that our rights do not come from government. They come from God. This immortal truth is proclaimed in our Declaration of Independence and enshrined in the First Amendment to our Constitution's Bill of Rights. Our founders understood that no right is more fundamental to a peaceful, prosperous, and virtuous society than the right to follow one's religious convictions. When you talk about standing on your religious convictions, America stands with believers in every country who ask only for the freedom to live according to the faith that is within their own hearts. As president, protecting religious freedom is one of my highest priorities and always has been. Now you get, if you haven't understood, because there's a large chunk of people in our country who don't understand why evangelicals and Christians are very committed to this president. It is because of the president's actions and not necessarily the president's rhetoric. The president is right on this issue. And though because of the battles of the modern-day warfare in politics, the ugliness of the politics is now front and center for all to see. And I thought this would be a good time for me to mention, by the way, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Uh, curious uh, what you think about the president. Do you agree with the president uh, with uh, the stand that he took at the United Nations today? Uh, love to hear your point of view on that, 877-943-9673. When you look at the president and, and the stand that he is taking today, there has not been another president. Many presidents give lip service. Many congressional 
state, local leaders give a lot of lip service to faith, to religious freedom, religious liberty. But as Teddy Roosevelt uh, once described in general, you get into you get into that arena. You get into the public arena, and it's a fight. It's a it's it's a struggle. It's combat. And and I think it's probably good to just say again, I do not agree with the communication delivery of the president um, on occasions. There is no doubt about it. For me, the way I'm raising my son, you you never call a person names. You never describe a person, well, either positively or negatively based on their physical attributes. You talk issues, and you keep it to the issues. And for me, you keep personalities out. In the modern warfare of the public display of debate in this country, it is front and center. But can I let you in on a little bit of history? You might say, boy, we've risen to such a high level of nastiness. Well, can I give you a little new, little news flash? There have been nasty relations between our political leaders forever. You just were never privy to them. They were never communicated in a public forum. But, oh... You just dig down deep, you read in some of the biographies, you, you really get get behind the headlines, and you'll realize that uh, politics is the arena of fierce, fierce disagreements and mighty big egos and very focused special interest groups who very often don't care about anything or anybody except their special interest. This this rhetoric that we are seeing in public, you might think it's new, and I'm with you. I, if you find it revolting, revulsive, I do too. But it's a fact of what I believe now is modern-day politics. I think I was introduced in the Vietnam War to the F-4s that were using napalm. And when you drop napalm, it it just hits and it just destroys everything in its path with a massive fireball. And that reminds me of uh, politics here in America. It also reminds me of the parallel topic we were talking about, and that is those who are persecuted for their faith. We were talking about it in my Bible fellowship class yesterday that I teach at Ottawa Baptist Church, the Faithful Servants class. 
And uh, we were making comparisons to how we collectively may act today as followers of Christ. Certain things in our society, we've got uh, so many uh, kids who don't have fathers. Uh, we have fathers that have, uh, you know, run out. We have allowed this idea, this false idea of something called toxic masculinity. No, our young boys need to be taught to be men. They need to be taught uh, masculinity. They need to understand uh, their bodies and how their bodies um, are, are not only formed externally but internally. Same thing for our young women. Their bodies, their hormones, their development, far different. There's, there's not any, any, any truth to this. Oh, everybody's all the same. It's unisex. No, it's not. And so when we look at what happens in this arena, we're now exposed to all the rhetoric. We also are silently aware when religious persecution takes place we only hear about it when maybe there's, you know, 20 Christians killed in a church in Kenya, Uganda, and Sudan. We hear about a horrible massacre by uh, the Hutus. And uh, in the midst of all of this, we have to ask the question, who is, who is doing their best to lead us to the solutions of the day. And that's what any election is about. That's what leadership is all about. And the president is going to take some heat because all of the folks who are absolutely without science proof, I don't believe that there is proof in science that man is affecting climate change to the degree that those on the left are screaming. Obviously, we have some effect. But, you know, the sun. There's many other environments. The, the cycle that we're going through right now, we have been through these cycles. We've also been through a cycle of an ice age that the scientists won't. Uh, refute and so today the president instead of taking part in what would have been a uh, a forum on probably how bad man has um, destroyed the planet he decided to talk about something that should be front and center at the united nations and that is people across the globe just wanting to worship Worship the way they please. So I'm uh, I'm supportive, proud of what the president did, and um, also the fact that um, we've got to we've got to stand with those who are really willing to stand with our values. And sometimes their personalities are not the personalities that we would choose. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Let's talk about e-cigarettes in the headlines again, and this time Walmart is joining those headlines. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. 
I've been searching for ways to grow deeper in my faith and strengthen my daily walk, and I found it at Crosswalk.com. From Bible study tools to Christian living articles, devotionals, movie reviews, to marriage and finance articles, well, you get the idea. Crosswalk.com also has a great online community of Christians just like me. With everything just a click away, it's like having a trusted friend, teacher, and mentor right here at my desk every day. Crosswalk.com, the intersection of faith and life. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Bag, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. We are forgiven children. If you sin against God, confess it and keep moving. The believer must recognize this. Once we confess it to him, I no longer have to bear You see, my guilt is relieved and removed because my forgiveness has been there all along. But you see, what transpires in our hearts and minds? Why do we feel guilty? Because we violate the law of God. And the moment we confess it to Him, what happens? That all lifts. Because what? Communion and fellowship are restored. And He cleanses us of that contamination of what we were involved in. So as God's people, listen, you are accepted, He says, in the Beloved, Jesus Christ, the Lord. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson. Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. 
back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Uh, phone line to call in. Uh, one of our listeners, and I um, didn't have permission to mention her name, but uh, she called in and was reminded of some scripture in Ephesians, and we're going to have a chance to talk a bit more about some of the faith aspects of our stories today coming up in the second hour, but uh, want to wish her a speedy recovery as she is not feeling well today and uh, uh, just appreciate uh, her encouragement uh, on the show this afternoon. Well, seems like that uh, maybe the craze over vaping is a little bit more than just vaping off street products. Now, I know that we've got uh, one of our listeners in Sarasota that's in the business of the vaping shop. And there was some discussion about uh, people were getting sick off what they were getting on the streets to put into the vaping apparatus. But uh, it's getting to be a little bit wider of a story. Don't know if the facts have changed, but the implications are certainly changing. Walmart has uh, announced that they are no longer going to be in the marketing of any kind of vaping products of e-cigarettes. And uh, their wholesale affiliate, Sam's Club, is going to be following a suit as well. And they're not going to be entertaining um, the cigarettes, as it seems. And that gives a, a wider caution to, I think, everyone to... Uh, realize that there really has to be some in-depth science to this. Now, I know I'm in some ways just a a clanging bell because um, I suggested the same sort of caution and wisdom when it came and when it comes to people smoking today's much enhanced, much more powerfully laced THC marijuana. And, And, of course which is hard to do in real life, but it's one thing to be absolutely, truly needing in one of the areas that science points to the medicinal purposes of the CDB or to to marijuana. Uh, Also, some have made the argument uh, about uh, if someone is terminal, you know, the last uh, few months of their life and are in very serious pain, And uh, the smoking of marijuana eases the pain at a time where uh, over a very, very short timeline, uh, you're not worried about uh, uh, the lung effects that uh, marijuana or cigarettes would do on your own personal breathing apparatus. But um, I I just got to give you a visual. I have been behind a car. It's happened two or three times, at least two times. I'm behind a car, and they happen to have the window rolled down. And next thing you know, you've got a very thick stream. I mean, a big stream, a wide stream of smoke or moisture or whatever is the proper characterization just coming out of, say, the passenger side window. I mean, I mean the driver's side window. And I just got to say that I've sat in my car and I think, whoa. How much inhaling does one have to do 
with, with the vaping apparatus to exhale that amount of smoke, water, or whatever the combination is as it's being exhaled. And I got to tell you that for me, and especially now that um, what I put into my body is much more of an object of focus, of concern, than before I began my fight against uh, leukemia. I just, uh, I guess I continue to wonder why people today, in our culture today, will do things uh, to their own body that might be detrimental to their future. And especially what we know about cigarettes and the horrible story that involves people like my father who in World War II got addicted big time to cigarettes out in a remote island in the Pacific and came back and had a prolific uh, two or three pack of cigarettes a day, which ended up killing him in his early 50s with a stroke. And for his generation, they didn't know because, just like everything else, you went out, everybody had those two fingers up in the air. Everybody had a cigarette. The movie stars had cigarettes. So um, I just want to have you exercise caution once again. That maybe, just maybe, all of the information is not in on the effects of the vaping. And uh, vapors beware, right? Right. All right, going to sign off uh, for those of you on AM 1380, AM 930, AM 860. Uh, you can come on over and follow me to our second hour in our Faith Talk stations. If not, I'll greet you tomorrow at 4. For all others, I'll be on AM 570 throughout uh, West Central Florida, AM 910 in Plant City. Uh, 100.3 in Hudson Bay and at Point, and uh, 200 um, or 102.1 in Lakeland. We'll be right back. The comedian Phyllis Diller once said, when I go to the beauty parlor, I always use the emergency entrance. Sometimes I just go in for an estimate. Well, some mornings when we look in the mirror, we might feel like going in for an estimate on repairing our sagging and bending frames. Age does take its toll. But there is good news for all who need a major makeover. The Bible says that God is going to resurrect those who died in Christ and give them a glorious, immortal body in which they will live forever. And the line forms behind me. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's plan for your body on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. That's Route66life.com. Route 66, start your journey home today. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
President Trump is calling on global leaders to end religious persecution. In a speech at the United Nations, the president called on leaders around the world to join him in what he called this urgent moral duty. We ask the governments of the world to honor the eternal right of every person to follow their conscience, live by their faith, and give glory to God. The president said protecting religious freedom is one of his highest priorities, and he declared America stands with believers in every country. Greg Clugston, the White House. President Trump is denying that he told the president of Ukraine that his country would only get U.S. aid if they investigated the son of Democratic rival Joe Biden. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham expects the Trump administration to provide information soon about the summer phone call between President Trump and the newly elected leader of Ukraine. I think you're going to find more about that phone call in the coming days. You're going to be surprised about the level of transparency regarding that phone call. And in turn, that should put pressure on the system to find more about what Joe Biden was talking about. Graham was interviewed on the Salem Radio Network. During a meeting at the United Nations, Mr. Trump said he hoped people would be able to eventually see a transcript of the call. He says if his critics ever see it, they will be very disappointed. The strike against General Motors by the United Auto Workers continues. Correspondent Tom Krischer reports there's been some progress, but no end in sight. They're hung up over wages and profit sharing temporary workers, the use of them, and trying to get them a path to being full-time workers. They're also uh, haggling over what to put in plants that GM wants to close. There are four of them, and they're trying to figure out that. On Wall Street, the Dow by 15 points to 26,949. The Nasdaq dropped five. The S&P 500 lower by a fraction. And oil up 55 cents to 58.64 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly. And I'm Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist of the Oxford Club. Now, I've been following Alex's work here for 15 years. Alex joins me in what we're calling the Great American Wealth Project. It's a free online event that will show you how to get wealthy in the booming Trump economy. Alex, right now, there are more millionaires created each day than at any other time in history. Yet at the same time, many hardworking folks get left behind. And that's exactly why we created the Great American Wealth Project, to help those who aren't ready for retirement and deserve the chance to retire rich. At the event, I'm giving away details on my number one millionaire-making stock. Alex and I reveal exactly what it takes to supercharge your wealth. Plus, I'll show you how to get my brand new book, The United States of Trump, absolutely free. So please make sure you join us at the Great American Wealth Project. Just go to O'ReillyWealthProject.com and get started. Again, that's O'ReillyWealthProject.com. Presented by the Oxford Club. The Senate this week is expected to pass a continuing resolution to fund the government beyond an end-of-the-month budget deadline. The resolution amounts to once again kicking the can down the road with Republicans and Democrats at odds over the details in many of the 12 appropriations bills. Any hopes of finalizing the 2020 budget by October 1st have all but disappeared. Senate leader Mitch McConnell has acknowledged the need for an extension, but may seek some changes to a bill that easily passed the House last week. Once passed, the resolution will extend the budget deadline to late Late November, just before lawmakers are set to leave town for their Thanksgiving recess. Bob Agnew reporting. Pacific Gas and Electric could cut power to customers in areas of northern California counties tonight because of hot, dry, and windy conditions that increase fire danger. But the utility canceled a warning affecting three wine country areas, Napa, Sonoma, and Lake Counties. The power shutoffs affect 124,000 customers. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington.
A lawsuit challenging Tennessee's 48-hour abortion waiting period gets underway in Nashville. Most of Tennessee's abortion clinics are suing the state and federal court over its abortion law that requires women to make two trips to the clinics. The first for mandatory counseling, then for the abortion. The clinics say the waiting period is unconstitutional. Attorneys for the state argue the waiting period allows women time to reflect on their decisions. In a court filing, the state says some women don't return for the second appointment. The clinics say there's little evidence the delay benefits women. In 1992, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld a 24-hour waiting period in Pennsylvania, but in Iowa last year, the state Supreme Court struck down a 72-hour waiting period. I'm Tim McGuire. Nissan has agreed to pay $15 million, and its former chairman, Carlos Ghosn, is paying a million dollars to settle federal regulators' civil fraud charges. The settlement also bars Ghosn from serving as an officer. More on these stories at townhall.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Five o'clock hour on Monday. It is now officially fall, and we're going to usher in all the cool weather that we can without the humidity. Glad to have you back this afternoon. Well, a little programming note to let you know, a little past the bottom of the hour, we're going to have uh, a special guest on our show today. And uh, some of you may remember the great crime of the century. It was the heist of the Star of India, and it was stolen from the American Museum of Natural History. This happened way back on October 29th, 1964. A very, very notorious burglary. And associated with that, you might remember the name of Jack Murph the Surf Murphy. Well, Jack was the mastermind of the heist. And uh, he's going to be with us later on this afternoon. And that wasn't his only heist. But he's going to be with us in the af- this afternoon. But he's going to be talking about a little bit of the heist. But he's going to be talking about redemption in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so don't want to miss that coming up a little past the bottom of the hour. Pastors, want to remind you that uh, you need to be signing up for the Pastor's Appreciation Day coming up on October 17th at Armature Works. Some of you, I know, are still procrastinating. And you don't want to do that because the date's going to arrive. And we also always have to tell folks, well, you know, we got kind of filled up, et cetera, et cetera. And I am warning you again, fresh and anew this week. Go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. There you're going to be able to just register for the free event. Everything is free. 
It's uh, free breakfast, uh, free seminars in the morning, uh, free fellowship, obviously, with fellow pastors, free lunch, uh, a free inspirational message uh, from uh, from the Lord uh, as delivered through Philip DeCourcy. Got that free resource bag. We got free prizes at all of the ta- tables of our sponsors that are standing with us. And, of course, a free cruise. Someone's going to win from Travel Cats. So it is truly a day that we say thank you, and we want to bless you, and we want you to leave just after lunchtime, really feel like feel like you've been at something special. So let's get that reservation in today at letstalkfaith.com. Well, I want to talk a little bit today in our quiet time together before we get into some of the issues of the day. Might want to jot down 2 Corinthians 4, 4. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. Because in that we learn that the God of this age, and think about the world that we lived in even today, the world that we are watching and listening to the news of the day, the world that we know is under the influence uh, for only uh, a temporary period of time uh, to an evil force, for sure, and that is Satan. But the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. Sometimes you want to believe how you you want to understand how people can be so gullible or how they can get behind such ridiculous movements or issues. It's because they're blind. They're, they're, They're spiritually blind. Their common sense is blind. And the Bible tells us. God lays it out for us. The Apostle Paul demonstrates that the same uh, principles that were engaged as he was writing to the church of Corinth is still very, very accurate and true today. People today cannot see the light. People today, if you think about what happens once the sun goes down and all of the darkness, law enforcement will tell you how everything uh, illegal increases. Well, you know, you get into the dark and you can't see the light of the gospel. You know, we're not here to receive. That's probably going to shock some of you. We're not here to see all of what we can get. And accumulate all with what we can get to realize all we got, none of it, zero, zilch, nada, nothing can we take to heaven with us or take to hell, either one. Those that make light of heaven and talk about all the fun they're going to have in hell, and I'd rather be with all my friends in hell, well, you know what? When you go to hell, you're going to find out that uh, you're not going to be good times at the country club. You're not going to be on the jet skis. You're not going to be sipping a cold one by the pool. And, in fact, it's going to be a little bit warm, you know, going to be a little bit toasty. And we also know from the Scripture that uh, you're going to be a little bit thirsty. And we know that you're going to be begging people to give you a little bit of a drink, a little thing to to wet your whistle. But yet you still believe it. Incredible. But, you know, right now we are in training. If those of you listening, for those of you listening who are Christ followers, 
you know that we endure hardships. Whether it's being sick on the couch with a cold or the flu, or battling cancer, or heart disease, liver failure, facing an amputation. You know, we are hard-pressed on every side. The Apostle Paul told us that. But he told us that we wouldn't be crushed. We'd be awful perplexed. We'd have times where we would say, God, where are you? I feel all alone. But we're never to be in despair because he is here with us. We're not abandoned, even though sometimes you feel like you're abandoned. And we certainly are not destroyed. You know, it's very important in verse 16, Paul talks about the biggest battle we have sometimes every day is the moments where we lose heart. We just lose heart. Satan comes in and robs our mind momentarily. We focus on the circumstances around us. Maybe it's debt. Maybe it's a, a workplace you don't want to work at. Maybe it's uh, going to school that you don't like. And as soon as we start looking left and right horizontally, well, that's when this, this, this losing of heart feeling comes in. But you know, even as I look in the mirror, and many of you who are getting into your senior years, as evidenced by your, your wise white hair, well, you, you pull out the old pictures from, uh, well, your teen years, your 20 years, your high school, your college years, and you look and you say, well, who is that? Well, that's you. But remember that even though the outside is wasting away little by little, do you realize that inside, if you are true to him, pure to him, you're being renewed Renewed day by day. And the next verse talks about our momentary troubles. They really don't compare with our eternal life that we're going to be able to explore and enjoy forever and ever and ever and ever. So how are we to live our life today? Uh, Oswald Chambers, several days ago, I was reading in one of his works. And he talks about the fact that today you had several opportunities. Several opportunities to minister. Oswald Chambers reminds us that in the everyday opportunities that surround us, We need to be looking for the opportunities, plus we need to be available for God's use in any situation around us. Have you ever thought about the fact that we process our life by thinking that there's a lot of random things that happen to us during the day? I want to challenge you in that area. Because 
I think you underestimate the Lord. You see, how many random happenings in our surroundings, are they really not random? Do you understand that they were engineered by the Lord? It's amazing. He, his abilities top any supercomputer that will ever be built. Because oftentimes he's testing us. Oftentimes he's producing something in our surroundings that are engineered by him to allow us to grow. Allow us to take that next step in maturity, which means allow us to get just a little bit closer to him. So the question is for you, ma'am, you, sir, and for me, Bill Bunkley, what characteristics did you exhibit in your surroundings today? Were you a servant to all? Did you have a smiling face to all? Did you have hands that were helping, hands that were assisting. Because your life, your even health at the end of the day, though you be persecuted, though things are unfair, though things are not going well for you, do you realize that God has taught us it's a matter of choice on how you react to those things? As I close, I want to ask you a question. Are you willing to do menial tasks? Do you think you're above some tasks? Yesterday, a combination of uh, a sermon yesterday and what I was reading a few days ago uh, in the entry for Oswald Chambers. Remember when Stephen was stoned? Stoned to death while the Apostle Paul was standing there at the feet of the cloaks. That was just after, if you go back and read in the book of Acts, just a few verses before that. Stephen had just been appointed because of his faithfulness to be one of the servants of the widows and the elders. The apostles were to preach the word, and then God rose up Stephen and a handful of others to be servants in the ministry. But he was solid. He was a solid layman, if you want to look at it today. And by the way, we were reminded by Pastor Ken yesterday that he has, right there past the incident, in in that area of the incident, You know, the longest sermon in the Bible was not by one of the apostles, not by one of the prophets. The longest sermon in the Bible was from Stephen. Stephen was was ready to do menial tasks. Are you willing to serve tables? Are you willing to pick up after others? Let me ask you a question. Do you remember somebody who got up at a very important dinner, walked around to the table, 
picked up a wash basin of water and took the pitcher and the water and the towel and did one of the most menial jobs in the Middle East, in Israel. If you've been there, you know if you walk around in sandals or barefooted, your feet are absolutely filthy with caked on dirt. Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. That shows us what following him is all about. And some of you, I just got to tell you, you've been blessed with so many material things. Unless someone like me or others or your pastor would ever talk about in a, in a safe and comfortable way, you know what? You need to humble yourself to be able to wash feet or the weight on tables or do whatever God's called you to do. Because if you ever continue, if you ever think about the fact that you're above doing any of that, my friend, you have to reevaluate your whole relationship as calling yourself a Christian. So, I leave you with that. Are you willing to do anything for the kingdom? Are you willing to look at the circumstances that will happen in the next three or four hours before maybe you return home? How can you give a smile? How can you give an encouragement? How can somebody you run into say, man, I don't know what that person has, but I just I just felt different in their presence. Because the Bible tells us that we can literally pick the fruit off of spiritual gifts, of those operating in the gifts. So I close with the one word, humility. I will hold out that uh, if you've had a miserable day and it's all about you and what you can accomplish, well, Take a walk on the calmer side, the humility side. Never stop going extra for people, doing what's not expected, and don't ask for anything in return. Just smile and do it unto the Lord and give it to him and tell him. Amen? Amen. 877-943-9673. Be back for a few brief moments, and then we'll hear from one of the greatest jewel thieves in American history. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. 
He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one and it's not a pretty sight what if you could beat them with your own minions you need salem surround a full service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof when a potential customer searches for your product do they find your business or the competition is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads we've got some solutions contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience we'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time don't just invest in a marketing strategy you need to surround your target audience learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin c that's right that's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin c every single day Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aquapowder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aquapowder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your aqua powders vitamin C today. And remember, aqua powders transforms water into wellness. Here at Faith Talk, we are always amazed at what God does at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day event. Spirits are refreshed through fellowship and encouragement. 2019's event will be the best ever. And Pastor, we want you to experience it. So save the date, October 17th, for Pastors Appreciation Day at Armature Works in Tampa with keynote speaker Philip DeCorsi an amazing meal, a vacation getaway giveaway, and so much more. Last year, the room was full, so reserve your seat today at letstalkfaith.com. Here we're back, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. If you have been to Israel, you'll understand um, how special that song is. Now, there are actually two baptismal sites there on the Jordan River. The most uh, famous one here in modern times is on the Israeli side. And uh, if you were fortunate to be on the Jordan side, you can actually go to the place 
believed to be where Jesus was baptized, the actual spot. And um, there was a dam that was put up that rerouted the Jordan River a little bit. So that's actually a dry place, uh, about 100 yards, I understand, from the river. But as I think back to that, to that scene, John the Baptist is baptizing. But he's not baptizing in the Holy Spirit. He is baptizing the followers. And he's in that very hot, arid region, and he's seeing throngs and throngs of people day after day going down to the river, going down to the river. And whenever I hear that chorus, I I think of the call, not only the days preceding Jesus Christ's arrival at the Jordan, day that Jesus Christ was baptized, the day that Jesus Christ heard the words of affirmation that we all need to hear. This is my beloved son. You know, if you're a dad or a mom, but particularly dads, I hope you're listening. You're not the quiet generation like the generation of fathers that I grew up in because they came back from war and they didn't say much and none of them really said a lot, I love you. None of them really said a whole lot like, hey, that was good. But I tell you what, I've learned how much personal affirmation means to a child. Well done, Zachary. I'm proud of you, Zachary. You're a very special person, Zachary. And that just that just blesses my heart. That just allows me to to know how much encouragement is all about. And so think about that day. Think about that day where throngs were coming down to the river, coming down the Jordan River. And think about how many people have entered the baptismal waters since that day and have aligned themselves symbolically with the death the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus by baptism, by immersion. And that music just stirs me. It really stirs me about going down, down, down to the river. Because it is symbolic of Jesus washing away all of our sin. And I want to ask you, honestly, today, are, are you, could you call yourself an Orthodox Christian? Are, are you sort of a compartment Christian? You know, you, you like to go and hear something positive on Sunday, but you don't really pray during the week. You don't think about God much during the week. Well, I want to encourage you, if you're listening today and you've got this emptiness, nothing you're going to do. Sales success, market success, sports success, I don't care what it is. Nothing is going to satisfy that emptiness deep inside. Only one source, Jesus Christ. And 
if you're listening today in what we would call a seeker, and we always invite you to be with us as a seeker, want to just tell you that there's nothing more important that you could be investigating right now than the truths of Jesus Christ. Either way, being sold out to him is a way that you can experience peace, joy, and love like you've never experienced before. And I don't think it's going to be easy. We're going to take a break, and we're going to hear about a a life testimony that started out in one direction and probably was the least likely person early on to to turn 180 and to give a, give a human life to Jesus Christ, but we're going to hear that testimony. But I want to, I want to tell you that I don't want you to go away. I want you to listen to this next interview. I want you to think about the things you have done, things that you have told yourself, and Satan has whispered in your ear, oh, you're, you're bad. You are so bad. You're just going to hell, and nothing's going to stop it. That's a lie. So I want you to listen, listen to what's coming up, and I want you to think about your life. And I want you to think what's on the other side. And maybe it's time for many of you to quietly rededicate your life to Christ. To say, hey, I've, I've left you out of some compartments. I want you to live fully in me. Because you see, the problems we talk about in politics and issues and rebellious people that are doing all sorts of crazy things, when they get down to it, it's their spiritual roots. They have them or they don't have them. They're willing to grow the roots and accept Christ or willing not to. You listen to our next testimony and uh, then you make you make a decision. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about uh, probably one of the most famous jewel thieves in modern history. And we're talking about the the gentleman who stole from the uh, Museum of Natural History. His name is Jack Murphy. He was known as Jack Murph the Surf Murphy. He's on the Bill Bunkley Show next. Don't go away. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he personally pressured the Trump administration to release USAID to Ukraine this summer, a time when the funding is now under scrutiny with the leak of a complaint against the president. The GOP leader says he did not know the content of the leak. President Trump says Iran is one of the topics he'll raise Tuesday during his speech before the United Nations General Assembly. The U.S. is formulating its response to a drone and missile attack on oil facilities in Saudi Arabia, with the U.S. blaming Iran for the attack. Mr. Trump says we have a lot of pressure on them right now, more pressure than they've ever had, and he adds a lot of things are happening with respect to Iran. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says a huge effort is underway to bring home British tourists and passengers stranded abroad by the sudden collapse of travel company Thomas Cook. On Wall Street, the Dow by 15 points, the Nasdaq dropped five. More on these stories at Town Hall.
Faith.com. It's time to unpack all God has given you and discover a stumble-proof faith. Join David Jeremiah in Orlando on October 1st for the Everything You Need Tour, an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah October 1st in Orlando at the Amway Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. 1-800-947-1993. Across Florida, countless children go to bed each night waiting for a family to love and care for them. What if they had to wait no more? Wednesday, September 25th at Armature Works in Tampa. Focus on the family president, Jim Daly, will host the Wait No More Community Leader Luncheon to share information on how local churches can be the solution to our foster care crisis. If you're a pastor, church, or community leader, sign up today for this free luncheon at letstalkfaith.com. Jim will unveil plans for a special statewide event coming in March of 2020 that could transform our state and nation as Christians take the lead in fostering children, adopting from foster care, or supporting those that do. If you serve as a pastor at the church or in the community, and you believe that God is a father to the fatherless, then come to the Wait No More Luncheon with Focus on the Family President Jim Daly, Wednesday, September 25th at Armature Works. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI USMU of 52 weeks, 71419 by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. All my life, I've had energy. Energy to win gold and raise my daughters. But when menopause hit me with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. Then I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. In fact, in a clinical trial, after 90 days of using Amberin, 91% of women had reduced hot flashes, 87% had better sleep, 77% had more energy. Amberin is estrogen-free. I like the fact that Amberin is not a drug and that it's clinically tested, safe, and effective. Now, thanks to Amber, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My night sweats are less and my energy's back. Amberin works. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. 
Hey, we're back, and that is dedicated to my next guest. Maybe there's somebody out there who you think it's all over. You think whatever you find yourself in, you're never going to get out of it. You're never going to crawl out. There's just nothing, nothing left for you. Well, you know what? There's always hope in Jesus Christ. And, uh, well, my next guest, he he and a couple of his uh, cohorts rose to infamy back in 1964. Now, some of you will remember this. Some of you might be a little young, but it was known as the greatest heist in America. And it had to do with a gentleman by the name of Jack Murph, the Surf Murphy. Now, let me just give you a little bit of a, of a rundown here because this was a, a pretty notorious uh, heist because uh, it was part of the uh, J.P. Morgan collection, if I remember uh, correctly, and uh, it was uh, a bunch of what different uh, stolen jewelry that was uh, in an exhibit. And uh, what was interesting was just how much was heisted. Well, we're talking about the J.P. Morgan jewel collection uh, called the greatest jewel heist of the 20th century. They took 22 precious gems, including the 563.35-carat Star of India, the 100.32-carat DeLong Ruby, and the 16.25-carat Eagle Diamond. Well, the men were caught in a few days. To learn more about this historic story, my next guest, Jack Murph, the Surf Murphy, is with us. Jack, pleasure to have you with us today. Oh. Tell us a little bit about uh, how all this began. Take me back to prior to 1964. This was a big deal. Uh, Were you stealing things before that, or or was this your first heist? Uh, Not not hardly. But it's the story of many, many people that uh, got tired of the snow and the ice and the cold up north. And uh, I was going to the University of Pittsburgh on a tennis scholarship, and uh, I was a California boy. And it just got too cold up there for me, and I wanted to go somewhere where the sun was shining, and I saw a big poster that said, come to Miami and play in the sun sun and sand with us. And I left college and hitchhiked to Miami and was a tennis pro and worked in the hotels, the resort hotels, and uh, just had a spectacular life. And uh, uh, But I had been raised in California and on the beaches a great deal, and I was a surfer. And uh, in, in Miami, there's not a lot of waves, but no. up by Coke, the waves are breaking. The waves are beautiful up there. And I ended up moving up there and opening a shop and a store and a factory and selling. Hey, I'm in the East Coast uh, Surfing Legends Hall of Fame. And because I, I was quite competitive and won national championships and all. And then because of just not being a real businessman, I sort of messed up and in a little too much got it like so many stories you hear got caught up with the drugs and i ended up going back to miami and when i got there uh there were some buddies of mine that were dressed a little bit nicer than usual and driving cars and uh talking a little bit different and uh and they invited me to go out one night with them and uh, they said we might, might need somebody who could swim and uh sure enough we went out and i didn't have any idea the extent of the trouble that uh, we were getting into, but we stopped at a uh, full of mansions and a golf course, and pretty soon uh, 
uh, we were in a boat chase with the police and uh, the helicopters, and it got quite uh, exciting. And they gave me a bag to jump out of the boat with and to swim across Biscayne Bay, which I did. I did what they told me. And a couple nights later, I was sitting in a bar, and I didn't have any uh, any money. Or I was wondering, you know, what, what I was going to do. And a guy came in, and he uh, he put an envelope in my pocket, and there was $15,000 in that envelope. Now, this is in the early 60s. And that was a lot of money, a lot of money. And uh, I said, what's this? And he says, uh, didn't you read the uh, newspaper? On the head- and he had a newspaper, and the headlines were about a $350,000 jewel robbery that had taken place. And I didn't even dawn on me that it was us, hmm. uh, but it was, and that was my end of it. So I asked my guys, I said, well, tell me more. So they told me more, and the next thing, I, I became quite enthralled and quite, uh, involved in 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 the jewel jewelry world, and uh, in a short while, because I'd been a tennis pro and I knew where the nice areas were, the country clubs were. In a short time, I was doing doing very very well, and I didn't have to worry about uh, all my bar tab or my <laughs> payments or anything. I, it was all covered. And uh, one of the things that happened is this, one of the guys that I met showed me an article in the newspaper about a a famous, famous uh, socialite in Palm Beach who had bought a ring for $750,000. And so one night we went up to uh, Palm Beach and we got that ring. And uh, we took it to back to Coral Gables to the fence, the guy who buys the rings, and he chuckled and he said, well, she got you guys. This is phony. This is just a cop thing. This plastic here. He said she keeps the real ring and this was a 42 carat emerald cut diamond that's about the size of a domino a mammoth a stone mm-hmm. and uh the guy had told us that if you, if we got that he'd give us three hundred fifty thousand dollars for us well today that's probably uh 10 times worth more than that that size of a stone anyway the lady who had that stone went to went home to the hamptons in new york and so we were following. That's why we went to New York in the first place. So we got up there, and the Yankees were playing Kansas City or St. Louis in the World Series. So we went to the foot baseball games. We went to the museums and the, all the shows and just did a great, great thing. But we would go out to, to, uh, to the Hamptons to look at this situation because I was determined to get that stone, and, uh, and it never worked. It never worked. But in the meanwhile, in visiting art galleries and uh, museums, <laughs> we were in the American Museum of Natural History, and they recently made a movie there. In fact, two movies with uh, uh, Sandler was in it. It's called Night at the Museum, and it's on the west side of Central Park. And uh, we went into the tour, and one part of the tour, we went through a door. Over the top of it, it said the J.P. Morgan uh, Memorial Gem Hall. And J.P. Morgan was the man who put up the money to build the Titanic. Right, and right. Uh, to that, this day, he's one of the famous, famous names in uh, American industry. Industrial. Well, he had a whole collection of stones that were in this giant room that also had all kinds of rocks in there, whether it was coal or quartz or whatever. But in the special cases, uh, they had various stones. And worked uh, up to like 27 different stones, including the three big big ones that were the world's largest in, in their category. And so we went down there one night just to take a look at it. And uh, 
just getting juiced up on the adrenaline and all. We climbed up on the roof and had some ropes and slid down the ropes and went into the J.P. Morgan gem room on the inside uh, a portion of this huge building that covers the entire block. When we came out of there, we had we had everything that was worth uh, worth taking. Made our way back to Miami the next day, and the uh, day after that, uh, people had, that knew who we were and knew what we did, they kicked in the door, and uh, we Okay, you're breaking up, Jack, a little bit. I don't know if you're moving around, but we didn't hear the last sentence. So you went back. You guys uh, got back out, made your way back to Miami. People there in Miami knew uh, what people were asking around. No, it was the – Bill, it was the people in New York. There were people in New York that knew who we were, and they're the ones who dropped a dime and called the police and said, hey, you may check this thing out. And uh, sure enough, uh, a couple days later, the FBI – followed us to Miami, and we got arrested and uh, ended up going back and forth, back and forth to court. And on January 3rd in 1975, we were in a courtroom in uh, New York, and they had had enough, enough dealings with us. They started slamming us with phony charges, and they charged me with robbing the Algonquin Hotel and pistol weapon the desk clerk and kicking him down some stairs and stealing. Uh, to this day, I have never been uh, in the Algonquin. And that's the famous old hotel where John Barrymore and all the famous Broadway actors stayed. But nevertheless, they started jamming us with a whole bunch of phony charges. And so uh, we ended up staying in jail in New York for about eight months. And that was an incredible adventure. I was in there when the, they put a guy in a cell next to me and I t- tried talking with him, but he didn't have anything to say. Inmate was cleaning up the, the, the floor that I was on. He said, That thing just killed my old defense. All right, Jack, you're you're breaking up again. Let, let me let me kind of we got just a few moments. We got a little while left, but let, let me just do this because you're breaking up. But you ended up in federal prison for many years and had some experience there. When did you begin to investigate uh, who Jesus Christ was, and when did he come into your life? Okay, the the thing is, uh, we went to prison in New York for a couple years. We got out, and like seventy percent of the People who come out of jail, we got in more trouble, and I ended up back in Florida State Prison on this trip. And in the prison, they, I got in trouble there, and they locked me up on death row and uh, for seven months. And I would get letters from Christians from all over the country anytime my name hit the paper. And uh, I would, and I got a letter from a guy that was on a boat, and he and uh, he said, Murph, uh, I've been praying for you. And uh, God, God's got a better plan for your life, much better plan. And, and I would hear that over and over and over from Christians who would write and say, we're praying for you, and God has a better plan for you. But when you're sitting in prison and the parole board says they're not going to let you out till the year 2,244, it's, it's awfully difficult to figure out this God stuff and all. And uh, the guy said, uh, Jonah... God had a plan for him, but he ran just like you ran. He mm. said, but he finally got his mind right, and it says that Jonah cried out, and God heard his voice and did something in his life. He said, Murph, did you ever cry out? Did you ever ask God? And, I, and I'm and i thinking, this stuff doesn't work on guys like me. You know, this this, this good stuff, but that's, that's, that's cool, but that's not for me. But for some reason, I sat there, and I figured 
I don't have anything to lose, and nothing is working, and I'm going to die in this penitentiary. And uh, so this Jonah story sort of uh, got my interest. And so I can remember I was, I was jogging in the jail trying to, in the prison, trying to just uh, say, hey, I need some help. God, I said, if you're real, I need some help. I said, nothing's working, and I don't have any answers. And uh, uh, you did that thing for Jonah. I said, uh, if, you, if you're still in that business, I could use some help like Jonah had. And the guy in the cell next door to, door to me said, hey, Murph, are you talking to me? And I and I said, oh, no, no, I was just singing, man. I was just, the guy said, no, you better be careful. You better be careful because you're talking to yourself. And so I got to thinking, I must be doing Here I am talking to someone. Doesn't make sense. And talking about a story that's thousands of years old, and uh, so I just shut it down. And it was about ten days later. There's a guy appears at my cell back there, and he said, "Hey Murphy," he says, uh, "I'm the new chaplain here. I just came up from uh, prison down in Belglade." Anybody? Okay, uh, Jack, we're, we're we're not hearing you. Uh, that is, we've just, Jack apparently is on his cell phone and we're not able, we'll see if Jose can talk to him on the side and get him on the sideline for just a minute or two. But, uh, it's the story of, uh, of an individual who was, as you can hear, very, very committed for uh, long periods of his life to live on the other side of the law. And uh, as he did that, uh, it, it seemed like uh, whatever the challenges were, uh, he would just continue. But uh, we've got about two or three minutes left. And, Jack, are you there? Yep. All right, let's try because uh, you went totally out there. So you were you were talking to the Lord in jail. Guy thought you were talking to yourself. Very quickly, I want you to share uh, when you came to Jesus and then what you're doing with your life now. The... Uh the chaplain, uh, he said, listen, when you get tired of being a tough guy, he said, God loves you and I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it. And he walked away. And uh, shortly thereafter, I was let off of death row, put back in the prison population. And I went to a program that these athletes brought in, Christian athletes. And on a Sunday morning, I went into the chapel for the first time. And the chaplain said, if the best you could do today, talking to the inmates, is you woke up in prison and all you had was a prison outfit to put on. You're not meant very well. You need a new manager. And that made sense to down here. I want to introduce you to a young man who wants to enter, who wants your life. He said, this young man was arrested like you were, taken downtown, taken in a courtroom, and then they took him out and executed him on death row. And the world measures time about his life because the ground couldn't hold him, and he rose up from the grave. And I'm sitting in the back of the chaplain and chapel, and I'm thinking, that's the craziest story I ever heard. And that old chaplain said, come on down here. I want you to meet him. And for some reason, another guy, we were the only ones in that chapel. We got up and we went down, and we got introduced to a man named Jesus who changed his lives. And we didn't get out of prison for years, but we had asked this Jesus to manage our lives, forgive us of our sins, come in and, and as best we could. We were in. We wanted to be a part of the family. And, and, and Jack, let me get just about 15 seconds. We're out of time. But where are you worshiping now? I know you live in Crystal River. I go to a place called. All right. We've just, uh, Jack, I'm sorry. Uh, well, let, let me just tell you, let me just tell you that Jack uh, is in, lives in Crystal River. 
and that he worships at the Church of the Triple Cross, uh, located at 20740 Northwest 100th Avenue uh, Road in Shiloh in Northwest Marion County. And every third week he um, he worships there and uh, he uh, plays uh, an instrument there as well. And uh, he loves to share his testimony. And I'm sorry that we had a bad connection with Jack. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, why we miss the story. That's part two of a two-part story coming up next on his radio ministry, Living Truth. Hey, looking forward to being with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Until then, enjoy the great weather tonight. God bless and good afternoon. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.